It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host, Mary Fanning. On Monday through Friday, we broadcast at 7 p.m., hosting our intel and military experts. Part of our team, General Thomas McInerney, General Paul Valley, Ed Hugland, Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike Shore, and we bring you the out loud truth. This is where you will hear the truth. America Out Loud Radio plays on iHeartRadio Network. You can also listen on the media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best and in-class apps available. Apple, Android, Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can hear them on podcast on those same apps. Tonight, once again, we're coming with such disturbing news with this school shooter that should have been completely avoidable. Um, What we're watching uh, was a a very confused 26-year-old who went into a school, who planned this, who had seven weapons legally hidden in this person's home. Uh, The person was a, uh, a female transitioning to a male we don't know the status of the hormones that th- that, that person was on um, because you can imagine what that might do to someone's head. Um, oftentimes, we know about the, the transsexuals, that they have other issues and that those issues create disturbances. Uh, perhaps that's why they end up becoming transsexuals and transitioning. In fact, this used to be um, considered a mental illness in 2012, until 2012. And that changed. And uh, that I'm not sure that that helped people because uh, unfortunately, on several occasions, these are transsexuals that have done these school shootings. And again, um, this person was under under the care of a psychiatrist. She was he she was mentally ill. But also, you're hearing the political aspects of you know telling you know the messaging out there was to arm yourselves. You need to be careful. Somebody might be coming for you. You know, do you think that doesn't set off a mentally ill person to start putting that kind of garbage into their head so that their paranoia becomes even greater? I happen to think that it does, and um, I should think others do as well. Tonight, my guest is investigative journalist Alan Jones. Welcome, Alan. This is another sad day in America. Um, it is heartbreaking to see three n- three children, these little children shot down in cold blood, and three uh, school administrators, uh, one was the janitor, one was the head of the school, and another was a substitute teacher. And the pictures are heartbreaking of these people. But this didn't have to be. This was completely avoidable. And we know that 
um, particularly from Andrew Pollack, who came forward and he's been talking about what happened um, at the school shooting where his daughter was taken from him. And I, I hope the, the audience understands um, when he explained how he, f- he still feels that what took place to him, him, their lives were forever changed. It was, as he said, brutal. His heart was broken. His heart was broken. But Governor Rick Scott took action in his state and he put plainclothes police. In fact, there has to be one armed policeman for every 500 children that are in the school. Uh, They also have training where they have veterans and teachers um, who carry uh, who make sure that they're armed. They make sure that there's only one entrance way, a steel door to every school. Um, Rick Scott studied the issues and he made sure that he, he, he secured the schools. He protected the children. You know, uh, it's important to understand, you know, don't say we don't have money for this. Do not dare say that we don't have money for this when we're sending how many billions to the Ukraine for a war that is not ours, that the American people have now turned away from. We don't support this. Why is the American taxpayer paying $200 billion to, for Ukraine when we're not even securing our own schools? That should be across the country. Every school should be secured. There should be only one entrance to the school. It should be a secured door. There should be security, armed security. Florida has trained their teachers, the veterans who work there, um, so that they're trained and that they are armed. You know, once these crazy people, they're not going, they're not that crazy because they're not going places where they know the people that will greet them are armed. And so this young woman who's in the midst of transitioning to a, a young man, they knew that she was mentally ill. She was under treatment. And you know, I, I wonder, Dr. Peter Bregan, you know, what were those hormones doing? I'm sure we'll hear from Dr. Bregan, but what were those hormones doing? What other drugs was this person on? Dr. Bregan, with one of the first school shooters in Colorado, he showed that the combination of drugs that those kids were on, um, antidepressants and uh, Adderall, et cetera, were in fact um, part and parcel of what took place. But In this case, we knew that this young woman transitioning in the midst of transitioning to being a man, uh, we knew that that this person was mentally ill. There was another school shooting this past week in Denver. Uh, This wouldn't happen if other governors were following the plan that Governor Rick Scott, when he was the Florida governor, put in place after the, the shooting there. Um, he studied everything that took place in that school to make sure that he could stop this. Now, the police were, you know, the, the time that it took the police to get there was unfortunately longer than one would want, which is why you want armed guards at the school, inside the school, protecting the children. Our most important asset in this country are our children. And this whole idea that they that they changed the law, that this is no longer considered a mental illness. In fact, um, those who were transitioning before the psychiatrist out of um, Johns Hopkins came forward and said, this is a mental illness. And the people who get involved in this 
are the most likely to commit suicide. So knowing that that was a fact in 2012, it seems to me that it should be considered today, or at the very least, you know, protect the children and the schools. You know, put the Guardian program that came out of Florida, again, by Governor Rick Scott, and uh, kudos to him for accomplishing this. Uh, Alan, so what are you seeing with this this young transsexual person that went in there? I mean, think about this. They put out a message saying, you know, I'm going to kill myself and watch because this is going to be on the television. The person that they told that to, it seems to me, certainly had a responsibility to report it. You know, when someone says something like that, when, you know, they know in the military, when someone tells you that they want, they're going to kill you, believe them. Well, when this person said that she was going to kill herself and she's going to be on the news, so watch, whoever got that message should have been calling the police and sending them to her home. The parents should have known what was going on as well. And the mother was against, um, very much against guns and had that on her Facebook, we've, we've read. And Alan, what are you seeing with this situation? I'll, t- I'll tell you something else. You know, I take this again back to those 45 points that were read on the floor of Congress in 1963. And it was toward breaking down our society by breaking down the family, by get, having gay marriage, by getting the mother out of the home. But it was about breaking down the family. With a strong family, I think that kids do better. And so I think that that's the foundation of a lot of the things that are going wrong in this country. But remember those 45 points. Where do they come from? Those points came from communists and how they were planning to destroy our country. Everything that we're looking at with TikTok, and TikTok is an influencing campaign by the Chinese against our children. Keep that in mind. The parents need to be on top of this. Alan, you know, I think we're all just sick seeing this again. These three little children, how does anyone let something like this happen? Remember, in 1976, there were 11 of these. You know, last year, there were 330. This year, we're already, I think, at 80. Uh, This is heartbreaking. Absolutely. It's heartbreaking from every angle you look at this. Now, a Christian school is a place of sanctity in the educational community where you try to teach the next generation the love of Jesus Christ and how to love your brothers. Unfortunately, um, something went wrong here. This shooter was obviously in tremendous amount of pain, emotional pain, and was having some kind of gender identity crisis that spilled over into Um, a situation, even if she was under treatment, where she or he made the wrong decisions. Now, the political instinct of the left right now is to blame guns and blame the gun lobby. Now, guns don't just pick themselves up and shoot people. You know, I I can't even let that go out over the air. This has nothing to do with guns. It has to do with mental illness. And you know what? Blame guns if there had been the Guardian program in place and there had been armed guards and armed veterans and armed teachers in that school, that the murderer that came in would have been shot down immediately rather than killing six people first. So I, I just can't let that that false narrative that Joe Biden is trying to push on the American people. It's not about guns. It is about uh, mental illness. It is about um the schools that aren't secure. But remember, you've got these three little children, Ellen Deckhouse, 
Kelly Scruggs, William Kenny, nine years old. And then the three teachers, China Peak, the teacher who was a um, uh, filling in, Catherine Kutz, Kuntz, the, the administrator for the school who came out and, and challenged the shooter. And then the man in charge of um, uh, the custodian, Mike Hill, uh, these people tried to stand in the and in, in on behalf of the children. Um, this is about mental illness. This isn't about guns. In fact, yeah, it is about guns. Had there been someone there to protect the children who did have a gun, uh, those two police officers that the first one in, uh, Officer Rex Engelbert, uh, he went in and he was the the one who initially took her down and his. And Calarzo, the other officer with him, also assisted. Uh, they ran toward the fire. They ran toward the fire. This is what her heroes do. And they tried, imagine if they hadn't stopped her, how many more little children would be dead tonight? You know, again, uh, in 2011, the, the numbers were far lower. You know, we're looking at in 2023, 89 of these shootings so far. Uh, 2022, 303. And in 1976, there were 11. And at that point, uh, again, Dr. Bregan, we'll have to have him on to weigh in on this. But part of this had to be with this had to do with the psychotropic drugs that those children were on. And I really wonder what this this young woman who was transitioning. Can you imagine what her head was happening with her head? You know, she was already confused. She was already angry. She went back to the school where she had been in fourth grade and um, whatever she was carrying with her and however confused she was, she went and killed six people. Yes, and over and over again, we hear scientific reports that some of these psychotropic drugs cause suicidal ideation and propensity toward violence. But you have this giant pharmaceutical lobby that you remember, this is the same pharmaceutical lobby that's been pushing for the COVID vaccine that doesn't want us to look at those issues. And this the is another tragedy. Yeah, the same pharmaceutical industry, um, Pfizer, that made $200 billion on the vaccine that's now the, the, the truth of the vaccine is finally coming to the fore and the, uh, the damage that it's done, the myocarditis, et cetera. Um, and keep in mind that they wanted that data buried for 75 years. What other data? How much do they know about um, the, the hormones, the combinations with antidepressants, et cetera? When you're having, um, uh, the, the studies show that trans, transgender youth are at the highest risk for violent radicalization. These people are, are at risk because they're deeply angry, they're deeply hurt, they're mentally ill, they're on drugs. And, you know, there's, you know, we don't have the mental hospitals that we used to have in this country so that you could can put someone into a mental facility should they need this kind of help rather than going out and murdering people. Um, it's, it's incredibly disturbing that this is taking place in America, that the that, that children are being murdered, nine-year-olds in school where they should be safe. 
This is unacceptable, and we don't need to be sending billions upon billions, 200 billion to the Ukraine of our tax dollars instead of protecting our own children. Uh, it's time for, you know, hey, to our attorney general, stop raiding the, the um, parent-teacher's conferences or the school board meetings and instead do your job and protect the children of this country because our FBI, where were you? Why weren't you protecting our children? Why isn't this being put in place instead of um, sending our money to every every other country in the world to make war or to sell weapons? Joe Biden is destroying this country. Uh, the amount of these all started and because they are not showing the transgenderism and that it is, is a mental illness and that there are risks associated with it. So as we come to the end of this segment, this is just such a disturbing day. You know, we all need to be shoulder to shoulder in prayer, but we need to stand up and protect the children of this country because this is unacceptable. After these messages, we will be back for our next segment. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. You can go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD.
Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host this evening, Mary Fanning. We broadcast five days a week our team on the National Security Hour at 7 p.m. Eastern, and we we invite you to join us. Um, You will hear from military and intelligence experts, the out loud truth, the, the uncomfortable out loud truth, but the truth that you're not getting from the mainstream media. And my guest, Alan Jones, you know, this is such a disturbing day. Alan, um, we talked about that, that a lot of our military are also on some of these um, medications. And I hope as they look into this shooting that the, that the, investigations will go beyond you know the locked doors that they don't have metal doors that they don't have armed teachers and veterans inside our schools like they do in florida one armed person for every 500 children in the school that's what was put in place by governor rick scott of florida but the fact that this young woman man transitioning person was mentally ill and was also on these these um, therapeutics, they're really not therapeutics, these medications from Big Pharma. The investigations, um, as Dr. Peter Bregan has done, and is an incredible um, physician, psychiatrist, who has exposed before that the school shooters were on a combination of medications. Now we know, Alan, you mentioned that our military are on these medications as well. Yes. So the U.S. military routinely prescribes psychotropic medicines like these uh, SSRI antidepressants, which have had a lot of problems for many years. It's well known that they can actually make suicidal ideation worse and can also um, cause unwanted um, tendencies toward violence. So when you combine violent thoughts with suicidal thoughts, you're not only talking about someone who might harm themselves, but potentially harm others. And tragically, we don't know exactly what treatment this person was on, but something went terribly wrong. And you're right that guns can stop guns. And if there had been armed guards there, they would have been able to jump into action quicker. The police heroically were very fast once they got there. But unfortunately, we lost some, uh, some beautiful Americans, and it was totally unnecessary. And the best thing that we can do is make sure that there is an investigation and that parents, parents, it's time to stand up, stand shoulder to shoulder. I do not care what this attorney general is doing and, the, and how he, he is trying to threaten parents. If they can send over 12, 200 billion to Ukraine um, for a war that is not our business, um, when, by the way, in the Ukraine war against Russia, you know, had they not tried to bring Ukraine into NATO, I'm not sure that they would have pushed Putin to this point. But that's beyond the, the point at this point. Um, what's so important is that if they can spend $200 billion and send our tax dollars over there, they can darn well start having teachers that are trained like they do in Florida, veterans, hire veterans, have armed police, have metal doors at the front door, only one entrance. We can start protecting our most valuable asset, our children. And 
you know, we already know that these SSRIs create um, depression and, you know, psychopathology. And we knew in 2012 that those that were transitioning particularly were at risk. And so it's important that the American parents stand up. They're so busy these days. Everything that Joe Biden has done with this country, um, the cost of, of fuel and energy, um, what that is doing. There's something that they have on the table every day trying to um, keep the American people's attention as they you know the bank crisis and the community banks versus the regional banks versus who they're going to bail out and you know the lack of fuel and looking whether we're going into world war ii a two-front war a one-front war the chinese poisoning our children via tiktok um, the chinese that we know were the ones who released the the virus out of wuhan um, there's so many things on the table but the most important thing that parents care about are their children and we need to demand that Governor Rick Scott's program is put in schools across the country. If we can send $200 billion to the Ukraine, or if Joe Biden can show up in Africa in order to buy um, the, their, their uh, natural, he's over there sending a check, by the way, Americans, please understand this, our American friends and family, understand that Kamala Harris brought over a, a $100 million check because they're looking to get some rare earth minerals, um, which one assumes that that's the cobalt and the lithium, which, by the way, Joe Biden handed over out of Afghanistan, which went to China. So if they can, if they can afford to hand our tax dollars out willy-nilly to anyone to get uh, some deals for probably China, because he certainly isn't doing anything on our behalf. They can darn well use our tax dollars. And we know that's a really good idea. You need to start talking to your governor's people and you need to stop sending so much money to the federal government. If you can't protect your children, talk to your governor, your state governors to start putting these, these, uh, this guardian program in place in all of our schools. You know, if they're going to, if they're going to let the news um, trigger these poor young sick minds and if they don't have mental health facilities like they used to well then we need to protect our children in the best way possible alan what are you seeing here how do you think we can stop this and we also have to be concerned as you said about our military if they're they are also on these ssris yes and let's put the whole gun conversation into the prism of national security so, yes, um, when a shooting like this happens, it's tragic, but you're right. We need to address the mental health issues and possibly the pharmaceutical um, psychotropic drug issues. But on the big picture, we're facing, like you said, possibly a two or three or four front war. Our military is not prepared yet for that. Our Navy doesn't have enough ships. There are reports of ammunition shortages in the U.S. as well as in Britain, Germany, and NATO. And meanwhile, you have China furiously uh, building up their military industrial complex. So Joe Biden gets up there and talks about ice cream before he then says, we need to take more of your guns because they're weapons of war. Well, in the hands of well-trained patriots, a weapon can be a good thing because if China decides to do some kind of amphibious landing in Hawaii or, or in California, 
we're going to need civilians who have maybe a military background or have been at the gun range and know how to responsibly use those weapons to defend the homeland, because that could be coming sooner than we think. Well, we've had admirals and generals warn about this. So that's very concerning. Um, but we also have other things going on, Alan. And, and you know, protecting our children is the first. That's why we go to wars. That's why we protect our country. You know, we now have on Twitter the trans group talking about the Nashville shooting, saying that the anti-trans hate has consequences. Really? Anti-trans hate has consequences. And that this, this trans person had no other outlet. She felt had no other outlet is an effective way to be seen other than lashing out by taking the life of others. Is that so? Now, if you were taking down Twitter for the people who were reporting us about Hammer and Scorecard or the other things that were being censored, as Matt Taibbi has exposed, then how is it that this trans resistance network has the audacity to say that this person felt they had no other effective way to be seen other than by lashing out and taking six lives? In what world is that acceptable? It's you know, absolutely not acceptable. Well, you know, this goes back to um, Barack Obama. So one, he under him, th that designation uh, changed. And I don't know why, other than, you know, it, he have may have had some, um, if you remember Frank Marshall Davis with Harry Hay, had been um, the founders of um, the Man Boy Love Association and NAMBLA. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm sensitive to people being different and hurting. But if, if you're if you are looking to murder, that's a very different thing. And we need to put people in psychiatric facilities, that being the case. Yes. And um, this has been an issue, like you said, since the days of Kennedy. And now you have a lot of cities where there's really no mental health care being given to people. And you have people that desperately need that help that are on the streets, repeatedly committing crimes, um, you know, getting hooked on heroin or using fentanyl and uh, committing uh, crime that's not being enforced. They defunded the police. They, they don't have the mental health care that they need. And that's why you have 10 cities all over the U.S. and, and usually Democrat controlled cities. Well, and it's more, you know, on the very same day that this took place, um, the FBI was instead focusing on empowering female officers on their diversity pledge. You know, so we're, we're talking about this nonsense diversity. We are Americans. We don't need to go beyond that. We're the American family. But, you know, why didn't the FBI and Chris Ray? how did they miss the Nashville Shooters Manifesto and the final messages where they were saying that they were going to kill? Why weren't the FBI on top of this? What are they being led to, to pay attention to? You know, as you break down society and you break down whether people are men or women and you're, and the family doesn't exist. I mean, this is what upside down, inside out. This is what a communist revolution looks like on a country. And the same thing where you've seen other communist revolutions 
all these same sorts of things were happening historically in those places as well. Yes. So where do we where do we go from from here? And what can the listeners do? What do you think, Mary? They're, they really need to, you know, if the if they won't fund it, if they won't fund the Guardian program into the schools, as Governor Rick Scott did in Florida and and Governor uh, DeSantis has kept that program going, if they won't fund you know, a trained veteran or police officer and teachers um, with their guns. You know, guns save lives. <laughs> That's why our military has guns, too, and, and the policemen, so they can save other people's lives when there's a bad guy. And so, you know, go to your governors, go to your school boards, and take action, because once you start to have this, uh, the idea that this, this head of this trans movement on Twitter was putting out this, like, well, we had no other choice other than to do this. That is wrong. That is unacceptable. It's just that simple. And they don't belong putting those kinds of messages out. But the parents need to go to the school boards. They need to um, insist on security for their schools. And if necessary, get those who have um that the ability to to carry to get them hired by the schools to protect we have a country our most precious asset are the children of this country the next generation and every generation has looked at it that way and so when you're seeing the numbers that they're they're rising and you're seeing unfortunately um some People who appear to be mentally ill and very hurt are striking out, but they're being encouraged by this organization. Then you, we need to take action and protect the schools, protect the children. And, you know, there's a lot of this garbage that is being pushed down the throats of people. And there's a lot of Christians in the country that don't like it. Even, you know, the FBI coming after uh what is it? Conservative Catholics. Has anyone ever heard of anything like this in this country? I don't no, think there's so. been a there's a hesitancy within the Justice Department to investigate crimes against uh, Christian churches. It's very clear, and this needs to be investigated. Now, I also wanted to bring up uh, another school shooting. There was a Denver teen who. Uh, critically injured a school administrator when he was being searched to see whether he had any guns with him. Now, this was someone that they had already identified as yeah. a risk. But instead of keeping him out of the school systems to protect the school staff and us fellow students, they just moved him to another district. And then you had this tragedy. You should not have school administrators responsible for frisking students for weapons. That's for someone that's trained in security or law enforcement. Well, and, so and this young have a woman, school resource officer. This young woman that was transitioning to a man, um, her psychiatrist knew that she was having these issues. If if this these people are a danger to society, then they must be reported. And I think that's part and parcel of the issue. The parents, if they knew about, you know, seven guns hidden in the home, and these, you know, th this was some pretty serious business that somebody uh, the person that she said 
you know, she was going to kill herself and this was going to be on the news. It would be a big deal. I mean, this is this whole society where people want attention beyond, you know, um, whether something is evil or good. Attention is the most important thing. This, our entire society is going in the wrong direction. And I believe that part of this is because of the breakdown in the family, the breakdown in the churches, the children are not being taught about God. That is part and parcel. And when we're seeing demonic statues, you know, of Lucifer being put up, this is insanity. This is truly what inside out and upside down looks like in our country. This is a communist revolution when this kind of stuff, this is the same garbage that Bill Ayers and Prairie Fires was bringing forward uh, to the people. And we'll talk about that in the next, uh, our final segment. But I want to remind you that as our shows go to podcast, typically that's one or two days after the broadcast is heard. Um, you can also hear them on Spotify, Stritcher, Pandora, and iHeart. Um, also, you can be sure to subscribe and rate our shows on Apple Podcast um, when they're posted, and, and you can hear them again then. But when we come back in the next segment, we'll talk about the things that are going wrong in, in this country. And gosh, I wish we were talking about the things that are going right in this country, but I'm just not seeing it. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio where you will hear the voice of freedom the out loud truth that you don't hear from the mainstream media I'm your host Mary Fanning and with me is investigative journalist Alan Jones and 
we were looking at the foundation of what has taken place in our country and how disturbing it is. And I think it's important to understand Bill Ayers' prairie fires and um, the plan uh, that the weathermen had to turn this country upside down and inside out. And I think part of um, what the weathermen were putting in place is is what we're seeing take place, this communist revolution um, in America. In fact, it was interesting when Barack Obama flew to Chicago for his last night in office and he stood on stage in front of um, Anita Dunn and another communist, uh, Anita Dunn, particularly told about her favorite philosopher is Mao, Mao Zedong, who killed 100 million of his own people. She, uh, at another point, she stood before a group of high school students and told them, and she told them about her favorite philosopher. I uh, did not mention that he had buried alive 67,000 students. Um, but Barack Obama stood on the stage and he said that he couldn't believe that they pulled this off. And um, I believe he was referring to the transformation of America. Uh, Barack Obama announced his candidacy for the presidency in Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn's living room. And the mainstream media doesn't talk much about their history and the history of the weathermen and who they were and why it's important. Uh, first, he said he was just a guy in his neighborhood. Well, I don't think you'd go to just a guy in your neighborhood to announce your candidacy out of his living room. And uh, Alan... I'm sure you have read Prairie Fires and you know the history of um, Prairie Fires and Bill Ayers and his history with Barack Obama. And so much is being changed in this country and it all has to do with communism. And Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn were both communists. Um, Bill Ayers was close to Barack Obama and Bernadine Dorn, whose real name is Ornstein, was also mentoring Michelle Obama. And in fact, she, she mentored her for uh, six years at the law firm. And then uh, the seventh year um, after Michelle left, she began working with Valerie Jarrett and um, the offices uh, in Chicago for uh, Mayor Daley with Valerie Jarrett. So how do you see what's taking place and its connections to the weathermen and to Bill Ayers and to this communist revolution that's unfolding before us. I think they've been unfortunately pretty darn successful. This is exactly what the intention was. And not only is it in prairie fires, but we also got a stark warning from a Soviet defector from the KGB by the name of Yuri Bezmenov way back in 1984. He did an interview with G. Edward Griffin, and he he warned about the um, psychological warfare and the demoralization that uh, he said was going to take a little while, but it's called ideological subversion. So what Besmanov says is what it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families their community, and their country. He called it the great brainwashing. Yeah. 
um, Besmanov, if um, our listeners haven't, a lot of it has been scrubbed from the, the internet. But if you can go and listen to Yuri Besmanov as he tells people what is taking place in this country. And in fact, there was a, um, a piece that came out and that Ronald Reagan exposed. And they told us that the, the nine levels of control, how they would take over our country, is they would take control of health care. If you control health care, you control the people. They talked about poverty. They would increase the poverty level as high as possible because they said poor people are easier to control and they will not fight back if you're providing everything for, for them. And they said debt, increase the debt. Well, right now we're looking at the debt and under um, Joe Biden, you know, his five trillion here and five trillion trillion there, the amount of money that he's throwing around and wasting in this country. And remember, those are our tax dollars, people, for a guy that never had a job other than as a government worker and has lived off the, uh, the government teat. And so it's important to understand what is going forward and to understand that Joe Biden himself is a communist as he came to power through the Council for a Livable World that was put in place by the um, Silvermaster Soviet spy ring. And so he well understands that increasing the debt to an unsustainable level um, will destroy this country. It's already destroying our currency. Also, part of what, what was told and that Reagan exposed it, that they wanted to get gun control, remove the ability for people to defend themselves uh, from their own government. That way you are able to then create a police state. Uh, it was also to create, take control of every aspect of food and housing and income, put everybody on welfare. Um, that sounds an awful lot like what we're looking with uh, at with the digital currency that some are talking about. They also said take control of education, uh, take control of what people read and, and listen to what, um, and then take control of what they learn in school. Well, I'll tell you, if you also take control of what people say, you then control what they think. And that is also taking place with this, you know, everything is racist and uh, you can't say this and, and um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and, and all these other rules where everybody's heads are spinning. Also religion, remove the belief in God from the government and all of our schools, because people only need to believe in the government. That's what they're looking for. Divide the people use class warfare. That's the program from Antonio Gramsci. And Gramsci came and said, if you can get a, not just a, a class warfare, but also turn black people against white people, against, you know, every color, you know, all of a sudden we're being, we're being measured by how much melanin we are, have in our, in our uh, skin. This is ludicrous. You know, we, the American people are, in the American family, these are our brothers and sisters. We do not gauge one another in that fashion. You know, only outsiders, only communists would have put this kind of thing in place, but also to control the media, control what the American people hear. That's important because you know that in, in 2012, um, Obama reversed the Smith-Munt Act of 1948. We were not allowed to use propaganda on the American people. Um, so he put forward the Smith-Munt modernization of 2012. And that, what that did 
was make it able for the mainstream media, for the government to use propaganda and brainwashing techniques on the American people. That's terribly important because every one of those things that they were looking at how to destroy this in our country. Uh, and those, that was a list that Khrushchev put out, how he was going to take over our country. And he promised this on, on September 29th, 1959. It is well underway, but it could not have happened without the communists in power and also without the election that was stolen via um, by China via hammer and scorecard. But What's taking place in our country is a communist revolution. And, and also, you know, they're, they're trying to break down the middle class. They tried to destroy, destroy our economy. That was part of the lockdown process so that all the small business owners, which make up our middle class, were going out of business. That is what they want. And Alan, are you seeing the same thing? And are you concerned as we're looking at um, you know, our pharmaceuticals being controlled by China, food shortages, uh, our farmland being bought by China. You know, it's true what they say. Those who don't understand history are doomed to repeat it. We are looking at a repeat, aren't we? Yes. And we're looking at a complete collapse of a nation, similar to what happened to Venezuela or what happened to Cuba, where there is no middle class. You just have the elite communist commissars at the very top, and everyone lives in poverty with no freedoms. Here's another chilling quote here from Yuri Bezmenov, the former KGB defector. He says, most of the American politicians, media, and educational system trains another generation of people who think they are living at the peacetime. False. The United States is in a state of war, undeclared total war against the basic principles and foundations of this system. Yuri Bezmenov was a wise man. And Christopher's story, for those that haven't read it, and we'll put an article up and um, we'll, we'll link to his uh, book, Prairie Fires. But it's, it's, if you don't understand Bezmenov, if you don't understand Bill Ayers and the Weathermen, and if you don't understand the violence and the and the uh, what they wanted this country to fall apart, to be destroyed, um, you can't you can't have open borders with. And right now, we're looking at those down at the border are saying that four hundred and forty thousand Chinese have come across our border. The same Chinese that have been working with the uh, Mexican cartels to poison our children with fentanyl. 107,000 just in the last year have died of fentanyl. 107,000 of our youth, a number that you only saw from, you know, losing that many people during World War II during these wars. And that we're, this is a war on our youth. This this has got to stop. And, and, and I am so pleased that they canceled, that they're canceling TikTok. It is a brainwashing tool. It had no business being um, collecting data, collecting data on children in this country. Uh, you know, the, understand some of the best information that we have are from from defectors from other countries that came here to tell how dangerous how absolutely devastating communism is to a country. And that's Yuri Bezmenov. Well, Go ahead, Alan, please. 
Yeah, one of the tools that Mao used in China was the Red Guard, which were these youths that were terrorizing the university campuses in China and rounding up anybody who was considered an intellectual and who uh, maybe was an artist and killing them. And we've seen the unleashing of a, basically an American Red Guard that's terrorizing camp- campuses now. Like, look what happened at Stanford, where you couldn't even have a um, speech given by, I believe he was a federal judge, uh, yeah. without radicals assisted by actually administrators who themselves are Marxist-Leninists, screaming that this person has no right to speak. Yeah, no free speech. You know, that's a constitutional right, my friends, and they're trying to blunt that. And um, a, a lot of this, as I said, goes back to prairie fires. We will put the link so that you can download that book. Um, so when you come to listen, we'll have an article under that that you can hear. And maybe we can find some links from Yuri Bezmenov as well, because this, it's, this is important that the American people understand what's taking place. Also understand um, that these serotonin imbalances, we just had Ed Dowd who had been with BlackRock and started his own company. And he's come forward fighting what's taken place with the vaccines, et cetera. And he told how he, he got on um, some of these uh, antidepressants and found that they did not help him at all. He went to a psychiatrist. Only the psychiatrist said the way to, to not be depressed is do not take those drugs. The, they cause a dysfunction of, and they blunt your emotions. And the problem is just like the shooter, perhaps the emotions were so blunted and their brains were so scrambled um, that that is how someone could take um, such a step toward such evil to kill, to shoot in cold blood three nine-year-olds and three 60-year-olds who were trying to protect children you know, this is this is a communist revolution and they're doing everything to scramble the brains of the people in this country and understand that, you know, we've now found out with these vaccines that that big pharma has some serious issues. And when when Peter Bregan is telling you um, and Ed Dowd is telling you what these drugs do to you, then please consider, particularly um, if these flatten and blunt your emotions and um and understand what Dr. Bregan put forward and proved in the court cases with the first shooters that were taking place in this country um, back in the 70s when he was testifying in those cases. There are drugs that are simply lobotomizing people so that they're capable of doing great evil things. One of the disturbing things about the uh, biography of Bill Ayers that he actually studied early childhood education. Now, little children have always been a special interest to communists because they want to brainwash them as early as possible. And we're seeing it going on now with the textbooks that are for, you know, kids that are just learning how to read. They're already trying to turn them into little social justice warriors. Oh, you know, I'm so glad you mentioned Bill Ayers again because, and, and these little children, the first thing he did when Barack Obama was elected is he started visiting kindergartens, kindergartens. And I think people, in order to put Bill Ayers in context, need to understand uh, Sharon Tate. And when the, the people um, came in, 
and they killed everyone in the house, including Sharon Tate, this beautiful young 26-year-old woman. And they came in, these psychopaths, and they took a fork. And during the murder of this beautiful young woman, she was nine months pregnant. And they took that fork and they stuck it through her belly into her nine-month pregnant belly to kill her baby. And Bernadine Dorn then adopted the salute for the weathermen of the time, the four fingers, to honor that murder with a fork of that baby. And so if you want to understand who those people, who these weathermen are, Bill Ayers, and who the communists are that work with him, is understand they are communists. And understand Larry Gratwald's book, how he told that they wanted to kill 25 million people. And that was at a point when we had 200 million population. This is who those people are. There's so many disturbing things going on in our country. Talk to your governors, get help, get the guardian programs put in your school. There's bad people at the helm. And it's time for the American people to work shoulder to shoulder, talk to your governors, your school boards, get the guardian program put in, in place, but work together. And, you know, pray together. We are in a very serious time and we need the help of God. So I hope that uh, those that are listening keep our country in prayer because we need, we need God's help now more than ever. Thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. Mm-hmm.